Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the Ween Dog. Yo. As well as Shang. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a great show. Uh, we got Panny Kianzad. Yes. Uh, she's, she's, she's coming on the show, as well as Andre Harrison, uh, a fighter who's, I think his record's 21 and 2. It's a badass fighter from Long Island. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, marijuana is legal in California, uh, so get it delivered. Do not leave your house uh, unless it's essential. Okay, especially right now. And don't go to the dispensary. It seems like there are a lot of germs at dispensaries. So get it delivered right to you. They got CBD. They got THC sex lube. They got all kinds of stuff. My wife and I use a sex lube all the time. Highly recommend it. Uh, you know, sometimes I, uh, you know, when you, want, when you need that extra zing, uh, it, it definitely comes through. But it doesn't uh, get your dick high? Yeah, yeah, my penis has the munchies afterwards. It goes right. Okay, yeah, that's what I was telling you. Yeah, thank you. Goes around eating Cheetos all night long. Uh, so, I mentioned roasted. You get ten percent off, hundred dollars or more. So, I'm here with my man Shang. Uh, yes. A crazy week. We talked about. We covered some of the fights yesterday. But did you watch the fights over the weekend? The Walt Harris. Yes, I did. I watched. Uh, I watched all the fights, and uh, some of them blew me away. Blew me away that. Uh, and, uh, I'm a, the one that blew me away the most was Overeem. Oh, man, I felt. So, I wanted that fight stopped early. I was so pushing for Harris. How could you not? First of all, I know the guy. He's a really cool guy. I was pushing for Harris, but you know why I was blown away? Because uh, Overeem took so much damage, was getting his ass beat, and the fact that he turned it around. Yeah. It's and for the old guys. For the old guys, I was like, yeah, there's one for the old guys. Well, well Overeem, though, also, like, it's funny because when he, when he starts off winning, he ends up losing. Like, he fucking rocked Stipe. Stipe came back and beat him. He was killing Ben Rothwell. Remember yeah. he was like murdering Ben Rothwell, and Rothwell somehow came back. But then when he wins in the big, but then when he loses in the beginning, he comes back and wins. That's so like a, he's like one of those dudes. You never know what to expect with Overeem. Um, still, I was like, oh, my heart went out to to Wall Harris. I, I you know, I mean, how could you not? Um, and then uh, you know, Barbosa, I guess, is going to protest the decision. That's not going to work. Like, no, you're never going to be able to. It was close enough where you're never you're never going to overturn that. This is not going to be overturned. But it was – what did you think of the, the Barbosa-Dan-EJ fight? Well, I think there is uh, – there, there would be some room. Even though it was close, I think there would be some room to discuss it being over there. I know that – I'm not trying to be double's advocate. I just really do think there were some things I went, oh, I could see that being overturned. Now, um, last week, Ben Rothwell uh, beat OSP. It was a close fight. It was a close fight, and it got John Jones – tweeting oh my god like wow maybe i'll come up you know this is getting me excited to go to heavyweight and oh, then and then Nganu said you know basically you don't you don't want none of this so now they're going back and forth to the point where somebody asked dana white that question 
And uh, Dana was like, I don't think that the fighters really want that. And then John Jones's manager, uh, I think it was Abraham Kawa, said, no, we definitely want that. That gets me excited. Um, that fight. I mean, not like I don't have a boner, but I, 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 get, I get actually excited about have, like, that fight because I just think about who would win that fight. First of all, I mean, you're gonna. My, my first response is like, there's no way Jones gonna be able to take any of those punches. I mean, the punches that Reyes landed on him, or or some of the punches that if Ngannou lands one punch like that, it seems like it's gonna be lights out. But John mm-hmm. Jones, you look at advantages, disadvantages. So all right, let's go. Let's go. Power, obviously, Ngannou. You know. Uh, obviously, why well, not even close? I think not even close. But you go speed, <laughs> speed. You go John Jones, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then I'm not talking about him just doing speed. I mean that too. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> so, so you go. All right. So then you go. You go wrestling. I give it to John Jones. Uh, okay, but yeah, but you know what? Ngato's uh, uh, defense for takedowns lately has gotten better. He's he's kind of figured it out. Before he didn't have it as you know, on lock, but now it seems like he's been. But he hasn't fought any wrestlers recently. I mean, uh, he, fought, he, he he hasn't he fought, fought any strikers. Wrestlers. Right, he fought, yeah. I mean, he did, Curtis Blades is a wrestler, but he just, those fights lasted 10 seconds each, and no one even came close to him. Same with Cain Velasquez. I mean, he, his leg buckled. So I don't even count those as, like, guys trying to wrestle him. Uh, so you go to uh, Time Served, John Jones. Um, community Service. Uh, John, yeah. uh, you go, uh, how fast they could, uh, you go, you know, uh, I mean, I definitely give, um, you know, ngano has got like an eight inch reach advantage, but Jones has an eight ball advantage. No. So, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, it's all right. So we go, we go, we go wrestling John Jones. Okay. Jujitsu. Uh, it doesn't matter when a guy's that big, right? I right. mean, he's not yeah. and Also, all fights start on the feet, and I just think that Nganu has this fucking African fucking, I don't know, power, man. That fight, when he punched him, I literally, I told you, I saw his soul just leave that dude. I mean, yeah, he, right. he has that kind of power. When he hits you, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, but John Jones is not dumb enough to go punch for punch. He even said, you're too slow for me. And you go fight IQ, John Jones. John Jones has probably the best fight IQ in the game. I mean, he figures out everybody. Well, co- cocaine fuels that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, I mean, you go wrestling for MMA and wrestling with demons. But at the same time, I've got to say, I don't know. I, I think that uh, Jones is going to come in at like 230, 240. Right. But he, that, and he will be slower at, at heavyweight. He'll be slower, you think. But he's yeah, that good so. Huh? I mean, he's that good of an athlete. For some reason, I think he'll be slower. Everybody that, that when you go up in weight, I don't care who you are, it's rare that an athlete can go up in weight and can still have that speed. And also, he's dealing with somebody that is not only as strong but stronger than him. So if they stand on their feet and and he gets a couple in, he can, oh, his it's elbows over. are it's, it's over. I just it's think it's over. And he even said he's even saying all you guys want to see me get knocked out. Well, here's your chance. Blah, blah. I mean, he's really like. Jones is playing the heel on this one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I mean, it's funny because Stipe ran through Ngano. I mean, he beat up Ngano, right? Yeah. But I think that Jones has a better chance, chance to beat Stipe than he does Ngano. It's just on the way they match up. Because I feel like Stipe doesn't have the power that Ngano has. You know, like, Stipe has to hit you over and over and over again to get you out of there. Where, Ngannou, I mean, kind of. Where I mean, he, he can get you out of there, but he doesn't have the same power as Ngano. 
You're going to have right. to lose land once. Yeah, but you know, but you, if you look at the, the Ngannou that fought Stipe, this is a different guy. This, this is a different guy. And since then, he's been fucking murdering people. And you see, he's worked on – even the way his stand-up is. His stand-up wasn't as tight. Now he's a little bit tighter in the, in the, in the box, and I think, that, I think that he'd have a problem with it. Jones would have a problem. So who has more, to lose, who, who has more to lose, you think? Because if Jones loses, he loses that O in his record, but he lost to a heavyweight and a guy that wasn't in his weight class, right? And no. If he, and if he wins, but if Ngannou loses, he lost to a 205-pounder, and he's this big – Jones has more to lose. Jones has more to lose. 100%. Really? You think so? We know. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's considered the best fighter of all time, right? Yeah. So if he loses, that's always going to be in the history books, him losing to Ngannou. You know, it's going to be that big of a deal, you know. I think so, too. You don't think that there's, like, an ego involved for Ngannou? I mean, this huge, massive, just ripped guy. I mean, but he has lost before. You're right. He lost to the Black Beast, and he also lost to Stipe. I think he has another loss on his record from way He has, he has multiple losses, but I think that he's one of the people that I've watched that actually took the losses, came back, Got and you. learned from the losses. Some people lost, and that's it. They're done. They, they, it, but some people take the loss and go, okay – Look at, you know, look at Street Jesus. I, I love that name. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a fucking cool-ass name. He's lost and said, okay, now I'm coming back. I'm murdering you, motherfucker. Well, what's crazy is, like, so there's a video of Mike Tyson teaching Ngano boxing. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, and he's teaching him, I think, ways that Mike Tyson fights, like how to fight on the inside. It seems like it's better for serve for guys built like Mike Tyson than Ngannou, who's so big. At the same time, you're going to learn. You could always learn, you know. You're, right. You're learning from and Mike lately, Tyson. Lately, Mike Tyson's been looking pretty fucking scary. Right. At least the so, clips I saw. But that, basically, ah, he's saying yeah. that – so Mike Tyson's telling him every time, one, two, three. So he goes, he goes, all the odd numbers are on your left. All the even numbers are the right, right? Which is like the thing you learn like day, day one in boxing. One, two, three, right. four. And Ngano didn't know that. So Ngano's like, oh, wow. And I'm like, wow. So, I mean, you got to think about how much like the learning curve is for this guy, which goes to what you say, uh, Shang, is that he's probably, because I, I know guys that have trained Ngano and they couldn't believe how good he was with how much he didn't know. I mean, just naturally how good he is. So imagine with uh, all of that knowledge, work with some more wrestlers, you know, get some grapplers in there that are his size, which I don't know where the fuck you find those. Where do you find those? On Thanos' planet? I mean, it's just, it's like, imagine all of that on top of whatever he has athletically and just fucking, it like, you know, he got that fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, at the same Wakanda time, we're talking, about, we're talking about a motivated John Jones. I mean, you know, like with Jordan, they were like, okay. don't piss him off. Don't say anything yeah. to Jordan. I feel like in some ways with John Jones, when he's motivated, when he really He's a monster. I, I feel like the, the, those Cormier fights, when he doesn't like you or he has something to prove, it's at the same but the time. Cormier, but I don't count the Cormier fights because he was high as giraffe pussy. He had... He was juicing. He was juicing. He was juicing. That's why they took the fucking belt. Well, if you look at the last four or five fights he's had since USADA and since whatever, he ha- he hasn't finished anybody in four or five exactly. fights. Exactly. So I don't. I you know I give Cormier, even though 
he beat Cormier twice, and Cormier was crying and saying, but the bottom line is I still give it to Cormier because he was fighting a dude that was fucking jacked up. I think the first time he had cocaine in his system, it wasn't it wasn't but uh, still, you should. You're not supposed to have nothing. <laughs> nothing. I did. I. I fuck. I'm. I, I'm not saying that Jones is. Um. He's one of the greatest fighters. I'm not saying that. But he's had so much shit. I try to give him chance after chance after chance. His level of fucking up, and then the stuff he does that affects him in the ring, where you, you're fucking. Oh yeah, I only had a couple four steroids before I was fighting. Fuck out of here, man. You know, oh. Cormier with his pudgy ass is the baddest motherfucker to me. Well, according to well, Chael Sonnen is going after John Jones on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen his actual tweets recently. So he goes, uh, you're the only fighter in UFC history with more mug shots than Al Capone, right? <laughs> then he said, uh, you got more wrecks than Evil Knievel, more gunshots than SEAL Team 6. He goes, you have permanent handcuff creases on your wrists. Wow. Then he goes, you're the only fighter who gets asked for more pictures from police photographers than Starstruck fans. Uh, he goes, uh, if you ever drive sober, the networks will cover it live with helicopters. <laughs> that was That's that, a good one. That, that was the best one. Why is he going after him, though? He's like, uh, he's 70 years old and a commentator. Wow. I don't know. No? And, then, and then, I mean, he basically. 70. <laughs> it's weird. And then, like, John Jones started calling him, like, oh, Part of calling them bitch tits or something, and like uh, something where like oh, well, that's you know, but the stuff that he's saying is actually funny and has a little bit of accuracy. I I just don't I don't give Jones the props like the fighters that my favorite fighters like one of them is Masvidal, okay, and Masvidal has lost, he's taken loss and come back, and I've seen him even after a loss, he goes, you know what, you know what, all that's going to do is motivate me to come back more, and then if you look at three fights in a row with Masvidal. He fucking, I think he, he beat the brakes off of Diaz. He didn't just oh, beat yeah. him. He beat yeah. the brakes off him. We don't want to talk about the flying knee from hell. That shit was brutal. And they showed him practicing it over and over again because he said he always, when he's wrestling, he always goes down. He goes, I'm going to fucking catch him. He just knew it. I just think that he's one, like, that's the fight that of all fights I want to see, I want to see him go for the belt. I really think it's time. There was there was like two times where I couldn't believe watching like the day before guys practice and then what happened, which was Masvidal and uh, McGregor against Aldo, where like you saw them shadow boxing, McGregor doing exactly what he was going to do the next day against right. Aldo and hit it. And with, with, with Masvidal, that flying knee, and it just makes me think about like how perfect – that that game plan was i've never seen a game plan executed like that to the t like a six second thing he's gonna come in duck his head i'm gonna hit him with a flying knee it's gonna be over i mean that was insane no uh i would say uh anderson silva against rich franklin because they showed him training they showed him he was like this is what i'm gonna do to franklin and he did that to franklin yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I still think the Ben Askren. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Okay. Now, another, another feud. Uh, so, Darren Till and Mike Perry, I thought they were friends, right? So, Mike Perry has been hanging out. I guess his, he left his wife. He was with that beautiful blonde that was training him. Platinum Princess. Platinum Princess. He's been with a girl who looks, who looks younger. She looks on the younger side. She's she sure about she, 18. Let's be honest. She's about 18 years I'm old. Sure. <laughs> I'm no, sure she's, she's older than that. <laughs> look, I'm sure she's legal. 
but she just looks on the young side. She's somehow some girls look younger. So for some reason, Darren Till is really mad at Mike Perry. He writes, he puts on Instagram, why don't me and this fat cunt just fight on Fight Island to settle our differences? He's only a fat mess. And when I smash his jaw clean, I'm going to raw dog his bird. Fucking muffin. Um, so not, only, not only is he going to bang his girl, but do a raw dog, which I think is a bad idea, considering who the fuck knows where Mike Perry's been. Yeah, I mean, Mike Perry, Mary, Mike Perry, think, I think Mike Perry COVID is definitely on Mike Perry's dick. Yeah, like, why would you want a raw dog? Like, if anything, I'd wear two condoms. No, no yeah. I mean, Mike Perry does not look like a guy that's really going to, you know. Exactly. I would spray mice all on my dick. But I don't, like, I, that's just crazy. First of all, he's not even in the same weight class. I mean, he'd have to go down to 170, fight a guy who's on a three-fight losing streak, and um, or maybe two-fight losing streak, and then it's just weird. It's just crazy. Yeah. Anyway, oh, look who jumped in. <laughs> so we got Andre Harrison here. Uh, What's my up, man? Andre Harrison. Oh. Uh, he's got a record 21 and 2, right? Yeah. Record of 21 and 2. Monster. Monster fighter. Uh, first of all, happy birthday. Your birthday was what? On Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. Now, we did a little Zoom thing on Saturday. I didn't even know you were going to be on that thing uh, with Eve Edwards and Andrew. And it looked like you were having – like there was carnival in your house. There was about like 75 uh, people running around. They were all like dancing. Like what kind of quar- – and then you said it was a Caribbean quarantine. Is that what this yeah, was? That's how that goes. You know what I mean? You have a few people that you know don't really do too much but, you know, pretty much work from home. And, uh, you know, you meet up one day and enjoy yourself. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. Now, now, but why, now why is it a Caribbean quarantine? Like, so. Because you got to have a little rum, you know, a little, a little uh, some food, stuff right. like that. You know, jerk chicken and. Jerk chicken. Uh, yeah, you There's need that. A little that. bit of oxtail. You got to have an oxtail. Oh, you know, yeah. Can't so, buy yeah. Bachi boy. Bachi boys can be swishy. No, so, no, no, no. No swishy. So no, Andre, this is by the way, Andre. This is this is Shang Forbes, really funny comic, oh, no, uh, hilarious, and, and Weed Dog also a very funny human being. Um, now, now Andre Shang, if you don't know, so Andre grew up in uh, in uh, Freeport, right? Yeah. So Freeport, Long Island, which we used to yeah. play them. We used to play them in football, and, and I'm from Oceanside. And when, when they got off the oh, bus, hear that. when they got off the bus. <laughs> In middle school, <laughs> when they got off the bus, we knew we lost. We just saw more black people than we've ever seen in our lives. We're like, this game's <laughs> over. Like, like right, right off the bus. Like, Free, Freeport is like, isn't that? So that's where uh, Flavor Flav is from. Yeah. Right? Well, Flav from Freeport or Roosevelt? One of the two. Roosevelt. Boys. No, he's actually from Roosevelt. Yeah, but I mean, it's close enough. Same, same shit. Right same shit. Yeah. 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 Freeport's a pretty rough area. Uh, so, so Andre was a, a prodigy wrestler. What, you took second in the state, third in the state? What'd you... yeah, I took um, third and fifth. Third and fifth in, in, in New York State. Went on, yeah. got a scholarship, wrestled in, like, Iowa. He was the only black person in the whole city or something. In, in the Midwest. In the Midwest. It was, it yeah. was like me and, like, three other, three other black up, dudes. But... He, ended yeah. knock, he ended up knocking up his, like, his, like trainer. Right. What it was is I, I ended up knocking up the only other black girl. The only other black girl. Yeah. So then he gets that makes sense. Then then he then he goes back to Long Island and then he becomes a fighter. He he wins like nineteen in a row, but 
they're all decisions. Like some, like some of them were like nine round fights and five rounds. Like people, were, <laughs> like he was putting. Yeah, no one was, nobody was going to sleep during the fight except for the crowd, right? But he was still he kicking was. ass. Kick, he was a Titan champion. He gets into the PFL for a million dollars. He's about to win. He like tears his ACL or something against Lance Palmer the first time. Some crazy shit went down. Last, then he does it the next year. You were winning a fight. Some dude threw up a Hail Mary sub and, 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 caught, you, and caught you, right? right. Motherfucker, boy. <laughs> now, was that yeah. the first time you ever been put to sleep, like, ever? No. Nah, um, funny enough, the first time I've ever been put to sleep, um, I was still an amateur, and I showed up to jiu-jitsu practice, but I was, like, half drunk. Well, more than I – was, I, was I was pretty messed up from the night before. Practice was early. It was a Saturday morning. And I came in a little intoxicated, and I was messing around. Somebody got my back, had both hooks in, and in my mind, there was no way he could put me to sleep. Next thing you know, people are fanning me, talking about it's all right, Dre, it's all right. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he got put to sleep. So this, is, so this is the second time ever? Third time ever. Third second time. time second time, um, actually... Um, me and me and Gregor, we were doing um, a situational, like where you start in certain positions. And he started with a head and arm triangle. If you ever seen Gregor fight, you know yeah. usually when he gets that, it's a done deal. Yeah. Now sure, I've, but... I've been defending it for years upon years. So he has like a vendetta in finishing me with it, and I have a vendetta with not allowing him to finish me with it. And we train together every day, so you could imagine how many times I'm there and, you know, whatever. So maybe maybe for, like, a good two years he's been trying to get me and couldn't get me with it. Or maybe a year, I don't know. Um, and, and on this particular day, he had it so tight, my arm went numb. Oh, man. <laughs> so my arm went numb, I had no more pressure to go back into him. And next thing you know, I'm getting fanned. And I'm like, he was like, why won't you just tap? I'm like, dude, I'm not tapping to a choke. It's a By the way, so Gregor Gillespie is an NCAA champion, uh, probably the best wrestler in MMA right now. The best. Mm. The best and he also, um, he's a guy, he just, he lost to Kevin Lee by head kick, that crazy head kick. Yeah, that was, oh, yeah, that was, that was weird. Uh, but he's, he's a real dangerous man. How's that Gregor doing, by the way? He's doing good, man. I mean, Right now with this whole uh, COVID BS that's going on, he's uh, he's he's home with his family and stuff. So he's gonna wait till um, all this is over, and then he's gonna get you know come back out to the gym and stuff. But Are he's you still doing training good. Huh? Are you still training? Oh, every day. Every day, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, no days off for you. Now no. I heard you're a free agent. Now is this true? Yeah, it is. Now, why why wouldn't you go for the million again next year, PFL? Um, I'm I'm. What happened was initially when I signed my PFL contract, it was for two years. So um, I finished my two years, and um, you know, right now with all this nonsense going on, it's kind of hard to see where I'm gonna go again now. But um, you know, we're gonna test the waters and see, you know, where's the best place to go, and then figure it out. I mean, you got a record of twenty-one and two. Your mm -hmm. only loss was a fight you were winning when you got caught with a choke, a weird in a weird fucking anaconda thing, and to Lance yeah. Palmer in a fight that was two rounds. 
right? I mean, so that's and I, I beat Lance too in the five uh, for the World Series title. So. You beat Lance. You also beat Curl, Kurt Halbach. You beat Steven Seiler. You beat a bunch of UFC guys. Uh, you beat um, Desmond Green. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you have a really good resume. Um, I would think that it would be, and you're a nice guy. You're you're a good role model. I would think that it would be crazy for a UFC or Bellator to not pick you up. At least, I mean, even giving you a, a contender series type fight, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, that that's all the options that we're weighing out now, you know. So we'll see. I mean, personally, I I enjoyed the PFL and I do want my shot at redemption. Yeah, um, definitely to get my. I I think me and Lance owe it to each other to have that trilogy fight, and also um, the the Russian that I fought. Me and him fought to a draw, and I thought that was. Uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that was the best fight of the season. It you know was an amazing mean? fight. No, I was watching uh, on. I watched on. Uh, I watched some of the fights on YouTube, and it was like, whoa. Yo, yeah, so, I'm funny enough, right during that fight, I know I get to I get to be open and honest with you guys. Sure. All right. During that fight, I'm fighting this dude, and you know we're in the feeling out process, and he throws a right hand. This is in the first round, like maybe two minutes in. He throws a right hand. I kind of block it and step back. And then he throws a spinning hook kick off of that right hand. And I blocked it. But he had so much force on that spinning hook kick that that is the last thing I remember in that first round. Do we have that, Joe? Can we, can we bring that up? What, what, what was that guy's last name? Oh, uh, come on now. He's one of the Russian guys. Kabilov or Habilov. <laughs> you don't even know his last name and you fought him? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck his... his <laughs> Mo Movilov, Movlid, Kabilov. Yo, if we could bring up that thing, that like hook kick, that would be pretty awesome. But, but you still, I mean, but even even with that, if you say don't remember, you still you still hung in there. It wasn't like it, it wasn't out. Yeah, but it's it's funny because I when I tell you guys, I that was the last thing I remember. The very next thing, so from that process, from that point where I got hit with that spinning hook kick, the very next thing I remember is the doctor saying, "Are you okay?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, step to me. I stepped to him. And then there's so many people in the cage. I'm like, shit, did I just, got, did I just get knocked down? I'm like, fuck. And then, so then I sit down on the stool. And I don't know if you guys ever paid attention to Keith, you know, cornering. But, you know, usually he's very colorful. Yeah. You know, cussing at you, telling you all kinds of, you know, you know, telling you what you need to do. But it's, it's usually very colorful language. And... For the first time in however many, if I had 24 fights, whatever, for the first time in those fights where he was in the corner, he was like, dude, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, shit. So now in my head, I'm like, fuck. I got fucked up in that first round. It is what it is. I got fucked up. But I'm like, all right. Now the only thing I can do now is look to go out there. There's a chance I might get knocked out in this next round. Only thing I can do is land one good shot on him so he knows that he was in the fight. Right. Then when I go out there in that second round, I come out there, I'm like, all right, my legs are all right. So I come in, I throw a, a hook and a straight cross, and the, both of them land, but the cross wobbles him. And then from there on out, I won the next two rounds. But because that flurry that had that I don't remember, he landed like a flying knee, like a whole bunch of ground and pound. Like, he literally beat the dog shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have no recollection of that. I remember that. I was so worried about you. I was like, I couldn't believe you came back. I mean, you got so much heart. It seems like, do you think that, it seems like lately you've been trying to have more exciting fights 
was that on purpose or because you got criticized for being boring, which I didn't care, you were winning. Mm-hmm. Was there a part of you that was like, no, nah, I'm gonna be more exciting and that put you in more ridiculous, more situations that you might not have been in? Um, yes and no. Like I'm, I'm still like, you know, I do want to take more risks. You know, there's a lot more things that I do believe I'm capable of doing that I haven't shown yet. So I do want to take more risk and, you know, do more things, show more stuff, but uh, not at the extent of, you know, not being able to speak properly in a couple yeah, of years. Of course. Right. Of course. Look at GSP. Sometimes GSP didn't take as many risks, but he used his wrestling. If you look at GSP, he used his wrestling, and sometimes he would, you know, throw hands. He definitely would throw hands, but he was being smart about it. I think the guys that have more longevity, like you said, where you're not, you know, I can't say my, the letter R or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You, I, I think it's smarter to do it Don't that way. It? Balance of both. Not yeah. flat out, because then you become, you know. Is this dude's it's name well, Kaya Bulov? Yeah, there you go. Do you know when in the fight this kick happened? It's like first round, like maybe a minute and a half, two minutes in, somewhere around there. Right, I'm watching it right now. I'm looking but for you it. But you recollected yourself. So to me, I give more props to that, that you – some people would have been like, it's a wrap. I don't know where I'm at. Why am I in Disneyland? You were like, hey, okay, my last is good. I'm going to go back out and show this motherfucker that you're in a fight. I was like, that's what you did. Because at the end of the day, like I'm there already. You know what I mean? Like, you might well win, right? said, yo, he hit me too hard. Um, I, I want to leave. Like, I'm there already. So I'm like, all right, I just need to get one good shot. You all know right, what I mean? So that see, way he let's see this. All right, let's see whether what, what, what this happened. All right. This is one minute and 30 seconds. All right, you're fighting this guy. You don't know much yeah. about him, right? I know he's a tough dude. He was undefeated, you know. Did you wait? And then you fought the same day, right? That was when you, when you got submitted like, a couple, couple hours later. No, no, no. This was uh, this was the second fight of the season. Okay. Was that Keith Peterson? Did he smell like booze and cigarettes? No, he no, he did not. I mean, <laughs> I know he smokes, but he's always you know he's always pretty good. And actually, I do appreciate him for not stopping this fight. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of reps, or maybe some of them, would have stopped it. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I appreciate him for not stopping it. Uh, I, yeah, I do remember this fight. This was crazy, and this was like. You were. This was like one of your first fights back, right? The second fight back from the uh, after the year before. All right. So yeah. You're stopping it. All right. This guy. These Russians are damn tough, huh? Yeah. Is is it coming up? Um. I wonder if it happened already. I think it did. All right, quick, Joe. Can we go back. All right. All right. So here we go. This is the very beginning of the first beginning round. The fight. You're looking good. Here you are. You're fighting a guy looks like a James Bond villain. Uh, <laughs> Keith Peterson's wearing his fucking glasses. Is that an eye camera? Oh, yeah. Glass yeah. Camera? Uh, ref cams? Yeah, no. That's pretty cool. Funny enough, I still talk to this dude to this very day. He's actually a cool dude. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, he's like a real dope dude. And, and he enjoyed the fight as well. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was all, it was all you know, respect and everything afterwards. Dude, it looks like you like bulked up this year, huh? When right now? Yeah, you look jacked right in the, like here in this uh, video. Oh, um, yeah, I, I got back with um, camp, started doing a little bit of lifting, but nothing, you know, nothing too crazy. By the way, who do you think wins, John Jones or Engano? Hmm. How tall is Engano? 
I don't know, six fucking fifteen. Like six four. Six four. It might be the same height, actually. Do you really, you do you know, really get you know, kicked, or do you imagine this whole thing happening? All right, so there's the punt. No. Oh, right there. That right there, huh? Wait, yep. that kick? Yep. Okay. All so right, from wow. there. All right. To the rest of the oh, yeah. Yeah, I got you right on the side. All right, closes out, Joe. <laughs> I found it. Uh, all right. Well, to me, like – like you, even you telling me that I watched a bunch of different fights, and I, to me, it shows you got crazy heart. And, that, and the fact you said it, like, well, fuck it, I'm here, so <laughs> yeah. let's, let, let me go out there. I like the fact you said I'm gonna go back out here and show him you're in a fight. Fuck yeah. that. Okay, you got me, but you're in a fight. And the fact that you came out and wobbled in, you went. I, I, I feel like you should have said, I told you, I told you, you was in a fight. So, now, uh, now, Andre, when you didn't win the million, which I think you'll win it next year if you beat the PFL, how mad was your girl? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she she wasn't she wasn't too mad. She was like, you know, she was more so. I think she gets like more worried of like how my mindset is going to be, you know, and and like what she should or could do to help, like, you know, get me back in good spirits. So what did she do? She's like, don't worry, you'll get a, a blowy later. Is that what? It's like. Uh, what the hell did we do that night? Um, it was just one of those things where, well, because like you said, the, the, after that last fight, we were in Vegas, and um, you know, I was winning, and I was, you know, I was, I think, like, funny enough, that was like one of my easiest first rounds. Like, I came yeah. out, usually I start slow, I'm lighting this dude up, next thing you know. I'm like, shit, did I really just go and fucking sleep off of this shit? But uh, what happened was I was against the cage. And so when I went to spin out of the choke, I spun directly to the cage. And there was yeah. nowhere I could go. So by the time I tried to get back over to, like, maybe try and fight hands or something, I was already gone. Right. So, you know, it was one of those things where it was like, yo, shit happens, man. What are you going to do? And, you know, so get back to it. By the way, it's all right. So May 30th uh, is the next time UFC is going on. They got Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. It's official. It's official. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good fight. Uh, I think Woodley's got more weapons. Burns is more dangerous with one weapon, with his jiu-jitsu. And if mm-hmm. you match, I think Burns wins all day. In a fight, I'm picking Woodley. You? Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Woodley is going to allow him to get to his jiu-jitsu. If, if he's going to – if I'm Woodley – I'm, you know, going to try and piece him up. And every time he shoots, I'm going to smother it and bring him back up to his feet and then keep piecing him up. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe if there's like 10 seconds left in a round, I might, you know, take you down if it's a tight round just to solidify it. But I'm not going to allow you to – I'm not going to allow you to take me down and put me in all types of danger. Well, Willie got hands too. I mean, Willie can – he can knock. So yeah. – When he's going forward. When he's going forward and – and and pushing the action, he's a he's a bad dude. But if he's on his back foot, then it's a little different. Yeah, but what he did with, with Robbie Lawler, that yeah, that was all forward motion. That was all like beast mode in your face, pop 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 shit. Yeah. But I, when he fought this last fight, I just felt like he didn't seem like he was like. Now now when you say that right, Harrison. So when you say going forward, right? So he's got to know that. Right, that going back yeah. is his weakness. Do you think he doesn't necessarily work on that, or it's something that 
No, I definitely think he does. I'm the same. The same exact thing is. I have that same exact thing too. I feel like when I'm going forward, it's a lot. I I throw a lot better than when I'm on my back foot. It's just sometimes the nature of the fight, like the way it goes. You know, you don't really. Um, you don't. It, it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't translate over where you're moving forward the whole time consistently. You know what I mean? It's hard. Sometimes we get, you know thrown off your game a little bit for one reason or another, you know. So, but I'm sure I'm, I'd find it very difficult to believe that he doesn't know that he fights better going forward. Right, right, right. By the way, so DC tweeted out yesterday, hey, Stipe, I talked to the people at Zebra Mats. They'll get you a mat. Just give me your credit card and they'll deliver it for you as far as him <laughs> not being able to work out during the quarantine. Now, what do you think about this? Because I see both sides to it. I see Stipe saying, look, I'm the heavyweight champion. I'm also a, a fireman. And the, the gyms are closed. What do you want me to do? At the same mm-hmm. time, I could see DC saying, look, everyone's figuring out a way to work out. You're a fighter. You know, what's your opinion on this? I, I see it from both sides. Because me, myself, for example, I work out every day, right? In that, it takes more than just me wanting and willing to work out to have a good training camp, a successful training camp to where I feel comfortable going to fight somebody else that I know possibly has some tools to beat me up. You know what I mean? And and it's not like they're two guys that's going out there with nothing to lose. DC has his legacy riding on it. Stipe has his title, his fan. Like, yes, they, they both have a lot riding on it. So I'm not going to take it lightly. So if I can't get, you know, the training partners I want for one reason or another, you know, maybe they can't fly over to me. Maybe – you know, they got newborns and they can't come over. If I can't get the people that I want to come and help me train and I can't do it to the best of my ability, then I don't necessarily need to take it right now. What's a few more months? Dang, what do you think? I actually think that um, Stipe is right. I think Stipe is right. It's like, if you're not, if you're going to do it, do it right. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got, I got a legacy too. I think that we all look at Cormier like, well, he got a legacy. Well, Steve feels like, I got a legacy, too. And if I'm going to fight somebody this dangerous that already knocked me out, was beating mm-hmm. my ass up to that point. No, he wasn't. We, he was not beating his ass. He was not beating. It was he, an evil oh, fight. He was, he was not losing, but he wasn't losing. Oh, and that second fight, that second fight, I think DC was getting the better of him. Um, like, I was nervous, you know, because – I feel like Stipe was showing him a lot of, like, way too much respect in the beginning of that first. Rightfully so, because he did get clipped in that first fight. Right. I'm not saying that it wasn't warranted. But he was showing so much respect that if DC, like, kind of lunged in on the shot, he wouldn't be able to capitalize because he was already, you know, kind of gone and away from everything. You know what I mean? But they already said he was winning. They said he was winning. Look it up. Stipe was losing initially. He, he he started piecing him up, and then Cormier ran into some fucking – he ran into a knuckle bundle. And then who, was, who were you rooting for? Me? Yeah. I like D.C., but I know Stipe. Like, I've met Stipe several occasions, um, and he's – you know, he's just a cool dude. He's funny as all hell. He's a cool dude. So, yeah, I, I don't think I could really ever root against Stipe. Yeah, I was I was torn also. I, I kind of wanted both of them to win. You know, when when I know what? I'm like rooting for a draw in some ways. No, you know? I, I I definitely I definitely wanted uh, Cormier to win. I wanted Cormier to win because um, that a black thing or completely. 
Have you ever rooted for a have you ever rooted for a white guy over a black guy? Shane, be honest. Yes. Name one time. What are you talking about? Easily. Who? When? Uh, all right. Is, is JSP white? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, he's very okay. Talented. Wait, no, you just said it. Okay, so you, were, so you were rooting for him over who? I rooted up, uh, over him over Bisbing. I was like, Bisbing's white too. You can't root for a white guy. <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait, hold up. You said a white dude fight. A, a white dude uh, fight. A white guy's fighting a black guy. Have you ever rooted for the white Have guy? Have ever rooted for a white? Yeah, I've rooted for white people. What are you talking about? I'm your friend. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no, but, but I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying over a black people. that open for me that I've been on the road with. I know, a lot of, I know a lot of black people that always root for the black guy over, over the white guy. Oh, it's a safe bet when we're talking <laughs> athletics. <laughs> I want a Cormier to win because, like you said, if you, if, you like a certain, if you like somebody's personality, you like the character. Yeah. Like, you like Stipe, right? If you like Stipe, I like his personality. I like his work ethic, and I like the way he goes at it. That's why I, I want I was to rooting for Deontay Wilder all day over, uh, what's his name? Well, over. see, I was rooting for, uh, I was actually rooting for Tyson. Really? Yeah. Did, did either one of you think Tyson was going to come out the way he came out? No. I didn't. That was crazy. No. I, 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 I felt Deontay like, needed to, I was rooting for him because Deontay, um, he got a lot of power, and he has knocked people into other stratosphere. But you need your motherfucking defense, bro. And, and I was like, you need a lesson in, in defense. So I was actually rooting for it. So there you go. That's fighting. I actually was rooting for it. And I like, out of the two of them, even though I like Deontay Wilder, I like him, but I do like, I like his, Tyson is fucking hilarious. He is, but... Yeah. Yo, what y'all think about that video Deontay put out where he was like, yo, everybody, this is your king talking... It was a little strange. It was so, uh, nutty. That, so nutty. They should do one with like him and Takashi back to back, where he's like the king is back. Somebody should do like a video where they both kings. Do a little spicing. Yeah, spicing. I'm the king and the other king. Yeah. Um, by the way, so uh, now they're saying McGregor versus Gaethje is going to happen. Who do we like in that one? Well, why is McGregor fighting Gaethje? I don't know. I don't know. They're saying Eddie Alvarez predicted McGregor over Gaethje. So it's just based on that, according to MMA Junkie. Uh, it's that, silly. He should be fighting Habib. Yeah, but I think Habib, they're saying, is because of Ramadan. But, but no, he also, his father's, his father's really. It was sick. I think yeah, he's a little but, better now. But. Yeah, his father was really sick. So he just seems like the kind of guy that's like, everything else, fuck that. My family, everything else, fuck it. And my religion. Like, it seems like yeah. if they do a fight weekend, July 4th weekend, they, they would probably want a McGregor versus Gaethje. That would do huge numbers. Um, I don't know if that's too quick of a turnaround for Gaethje. No. I uh, think Habib and Gaethje would be... Oh, and, but I'm saying I think Ramadan and, and all kinds... Of, I, I don't think Habib's fighting until later on in the year, like later, later. But let's so say... He said he was good to go uh, July and August. Oh, really? Khabib is? Uh, yeah, because Ramadan ends like end of May. Oh, wow. So, but, um, Gaethje and McGregor, I'm going to go and say, um, I'm going to go and say Gaethje. Oh! I'm going to say Gaethje. Shang? Uh, I'm saying McGregor. Yep. And why is that? I'm saying McGregor because McGregor has shown he can adapt, even though he has no ground game whatsoever. Because every time adapt he adapt to who? Who has he showed you he can adapt to? 
He adapted to Diaz. He said, okay, I'm going to have another game plan. I'm going to take your legs from underneath you for a while, and then I'm going to hit you with this overhand left over and over again. He did. He started to do way more kicks in the second fight, which slowed down Diaz. It did. Uh, I still thought Diaz won that second fight. Oh! Uh, I was there. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't win that second. He got knocked out like three times the first round. I mean, he it was – McGregor was legitimately running. Like, I know how people say Mayweather was like, he runs during his fights. McGregor was back turned and legitimately running at seven points. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Okay. Um, during that fight. Yeah, that is, I did. But he got to admit, he did have a different strategy. And he was definitely thought he was, he, in fact, he was on crutches, crutches afterwards because he threw so many kicks. Yeah. Now, and, now, uh, now, Andre, I know that you're laid back and like you're from Bahamas, right? Trinidad. Trinidad, close enough. Like, Trini. Like, and like, you're like stoned all the time. But we got to get more vocal on, on social media because I feel like if you are a free agent, what if like t- tomorrow you were like, hey, everyone in the UFC, I will fuck all you guys up. I'll fuck everyone in Bellator up. You don't think I've been a little bit more – you don't think I've been more like a, more of an avid poster? No, but yeah, but your posts are like, you know, hey, the rainbows are nice and, you know, I like ponies and stuff. Like we I gotta- literally put up a post like – maybe a week or two ago that says fighting in an empty arena would make me knocking somebody's face off that much louder. I know, but that's to everybody. We got to get a general. Like, like what if you're like, hey, 135 pounds. Hey, Aljamain. I know Aljamain's your friend, right? Yeah, yeah. So he won't care. But if you're like, hey, Aljamain, I would fuck you up in the UFC. Tag Sean Shelby, make it happen, right? Like, <laughs> what if – like? <laughs> Or what if you were like the guys in Bell? Hey, everyone in the Bellator division, I'm a free agent. You're all on blast. I'm coming at you. I know that's not your style, but it might make some noise, right? Yes. Because I only know that you were a free agent because you did that guy James's show, uh, who's a nice guy. Uh, the other show you did, what's his name? Yeah, uh, James Lynch. Yeah, yeah, you did his show, and then he said you're a free agent. But if I didn't follow him, I wouldn't know. And I think that you, uh, that you need maybe. Talking shit, I, I know it's not your style, but it might help. That's not him. Why would he? I'm saying, but if that's not his his because we're in the Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy's Wonder Boy's cool as fuck, and Wonder Boy don't talk shit. I know, but he's not a free agent either. Who, no, I'm saying who, you, can be, you can be that you can be that way and still get like you should be in Bellator or the UFC, and so you can still be there and be you. Who's in the top ten right now in the UFC that that you would? That you would like me to fight? Everybody. I mean, I think... You, know, I, you can't say that, though. You got to be specific. That's got it. You did say I, that. I, I, I got to look down the 145 rankings. Uh, UFC 145 hey. rankings. All right. What's up? We got Penny. Hey. <laughs> All right. Sorry real, quick. real, real, uh, real quick. 145. Uh, Volkanovski, Korean Zombies, The Beat, Max Holloway. Any one of these guys I'd like to fight. I think that I think you'd house Korean Zombie. Korean Zombie? Yo, he's a bad boy. I, I think that would be a dope fight. That'd be a dope fight. I think or I could be like, yo, Korean Zombie, fucking size sucks, Gangnam style. I'm going to fuck you up or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to, like, Adam is just trying to no, start. I'm going to just send you my social media accounts, and you can just go on there and have at it. Oh, dude, you'll be fucking kicked out of everywhere in, like, eight minutes. But uh, <laughs> I detail within, within the within It'll the be product. hilarious. Well, listen, where can people follow you, Dre? You can follow me on IG, uh, Dre the Bowl. 
MMA145. Um, on Facebook and Twitter is uh, Dre the Bull. Wait, I want to ask, where can I get one of those shirts, man? Those shirts are dope. Which one? The ones that I got on? If you go on my if you go on my IG and um you you click the link in the bio, there's all types of Dre the Bull. There's hats, um, shirts, sweaters. The shirts is dope, I, man. Yeah, but he promised you one last. He promised you one last year. It never came. But he got, you know what it is? It got mixed up. You ordered three G strings. Uh, the Dre the Bull G string is on its way. I'm gonna actually buy one. I'm actually gonna buy one. I'm not, I'm not gonna wait for Trinidad Express over here. So <laughs> those guys they'll wear it to your house and take it off and give it to you. Well, well, Dre, thank you guys so much, man. Take care, brother. No, no problem, man. You too. All right, man. Peace. Bye. All right. So we're here with Panny Kanzad. Panny. Hey. Coming hey. from, from Sweden, right? Yeah. Wow. All the way from Sweden. By the way, I got to ask you. So okay. in, the US, <laughs> in the U.S., everyone is like, what do we need a lockdown for? Sweden didn't do social distancing. Sweden didn't do that. Sweden did that. And they're fine. You're in Sweden. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. What happened? Uh, well, we have a different approach. We uh, and I actually like it. It's uh, we're using the approach that we are gonna get sick anyway. We can't like uh, like um, hide from like the virus because it's in the air, right? Uh, so we're only focusing on people that are really sick, and I think that's the right strategy. Like um, I don't, I don't see the reason why to do a complete lockdown because people get sick when they are locked down anyway they have like proof that people are getting sick anyway and the thing is that if you're getting if you lock yourself in you get paranoid you get stressed your immune system get fucked up and then you get sick anyway so wow that's what i think <laughs> yeah i feel you the exact same california yeah huh? california we can't yeah. leave i mean i'm yeah I'm, i heard i actually walked my my kid today i had to wear a, i think mm. i put a, a mask on my like on my two-year-old but the mask doesn't help you. They have studies that the mask is actually making you like your like you can't like um, get your breathing right and stuff like that, and and then you can get sick anyway. Yeah. So it's it's not really helping. But people are paranoid, and what happens when you're paranoid? You get stressed. What happens when you get stressed? You have bad immune system. It's and they close the gyms, but they keep the liquor stores open and the dispensaries open. And, and we to stay, to, to stay healthy. It's like honestly, I think that if you keep stuff closed like this, the economy is gonna go bad. Like people say, oh, people are gonna die if you, if you don't close. But if you keep it closed, the economy is gonna be so bad that people are gonna get so depressed and they're gonna start, you know, lose their jobs. They don't have food. They're gonna kill themselves. It's gonna be worse. I, 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 have, like, I have three friends that were drug yeah. addicts that have relapsed during this thing. One of them I can't get on the phone. Oh. My, my 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 friend's girlfriend called me up. Please talk to me, your friend. I called him six times. He won't call me back. I'm like, okay, yeah. taking a drug addict, and now he has nothing to do except for drugs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. His, his mind. It's crazy. Well, Sweden, and, uh, Sweden's yeah. smarter. How about that? Well, I think in the long term, they're going to see that it's for the best because we, like, for example, I work at, I work at a healthcare. So I'm sitting in my car. I'm going up, and I'm doing some night shifts as an assistant nurse. Uh, at nights so the thing is if if we say okay go home it's a coronavirus who the fuck's gonna take care of people now you don't like think maybe sweden, the women are yeah. so hot in sweden that everyone needs to see them and that's why 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not even Swedish. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, no, no. So huh? you were born in Iran, right? Yeah. And your yeah. family escaped Iran because, yeah. and they moved to Sweden. Yeah. Were you exactly. the only girl with brown hair in Sweden? Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I grew up, I grew up in a super Swedish school. Like, it, I was the only buff, buff girl with brown, thick hair. Did people pick on you? Did you get made fun of? <laughs> uh, well, a lot of a lot of people thought I was a boy. My mom thought uh, people thought like we we I'm with two girls and two boys in, in my family. People thought we had three boys and one girl, and I wow. was not the girl. So yeah, they, I had a mullet growing up. Wow, you're, you're <laughs> totally ruining my fantasy. You're creepy. You're definitely a girl. <laughs> 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 you know I mean? I, other than watching your fights, I'm like, yeah, she's definitely. You want to like check. Be like, guys, just so you know, I checked. She's a girl. I'm just um, letting you know. Yeah. Wow. You definitely uh, now, um Now, <laughs> your parents got you boxing at like, what, age 12 or something? 13. I started boxing when I was 13, yeah. Now, that's not very normal uh, to put a 13-year-old girl into boxing. Like, yes, it is. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Like, honestly, Sweden, we have a lot of girls doing amateur boxing. It's pretty hot here. Wow. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but my mom wasn't really fond of it. My mom is like a typical Persian mom. No. So right. it's been 15 years. She's still complaining. No, but so. were you so angry because people thought you were a boy and you moved from Iran that you had like this outlet you needed and that's what got you? Like, honestly, I was struggling in school. But so when I started boxing, I didn't really struggle anymore because the thing was I was really getting picked on and I, w I was like, what the fuck? Why am I getting picked on? And then I kind of like came to a conclusion. I can fucking kick everybody's ass in here. <laughs> <laughs> that's like I, it totally like got to me like when I was 13 and I started like really training I'm like I can kick all the boys ass in it because everybody's like super weak wow so, so and but then did, you know did you like the boys though did you like them did they, the, the, the were the guys intimidated to ask you out no I was like I was the only buff uh, kid in school my back was huge nobody <laughs> wanted to ask me out <laughs> I, I think that's kind of hot. I think I, I would want to have a good-looking buff girl in school. Say he would have asked her out, right? Because I was way bigger than the guys. <laughs> it, was, it was not fun. I, I'm, I'm sure Joe but, would have been in love. Oh, uh, dude. Ask you, what, after you started boxing, was, was that the kind of the bug that made you go, okay, this is something I might want to do, uh, you know, that made you go towards MMA? Like, was it like, oh, this could lead to this? Once you Oh, no. So when I was boxing, I did not like MMA. I just started hearing, hearing about it. And I was like, that's fucking, that's, uh, I, I don't think it's a sport. I was actually I was putting it down pretty much, uh, uh, like a wow. lot. I didn't want to do it. But then I kind of like tripped in. Uh, I, I started to fall out because I was graduating the same year I stopped doing boxing. Uh, you had 30, like you had 30 amateur fights. I mean, you 25 ish. They, ish. I mean, they, and then you, you were like rated the number two boxer in Sweden. Yeah, as a youth. Yeah. And that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I came into the junior national team uh, at 16. Uh, but then, you know, after a year, I started to, you know, I, um, I didn't like it anymore because I, um, I just struggled a lot. 
I struggled because uh, I was, you know, I would, I've been training my whole, uh, like, ever since I was a kid. I was even training before I did boxing. I, I, I started doing swimming. So I started to come into that point where, fuck, I haven't done anything in my teenage years. I haven't done anything. I was only training. And then I had a weak spot, like a weak moment there for like two months. A really bad moment. So marijuana, actually, cocaine, marijuana, drugs. Okay, not really cocaine. But, right. I, but I went drinking and I never, I never drank, ever. Uh, and then I kind of tripped into MMA. I started doing submission wrestling. And then I just left. Honestly, I just took my stuff from the locker and a box and I just left. I'm like, this is... I, I want to roll. I want to wrestle. I want to do stuff like that. Well, you know what? I watched your last fight with Jesse Jess um, yeah. in, in Russia. And Did you like it? I got to say that your boxing really came a long way. And I didn't even realize how good of a boxer you were because it made sense. Because like a lot of your fights, I felt like you were kind of, it was kind of grindy wrestling against the cage, take you down, submit you. Yeah. You really kept the distance and your boxing was so amazing. And I think that, it probably was a throwback to how good of a boxer you were back then. Thank you. I felt uh, I felt after my I did my debut in Vegas, I really put in time. Like I always put in time, but I didn't have a camp for my first fight. I just I basically got the call, and they're like, uh, "You have I have to be in Vegas in a week. That's it." Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. So. What I did was, uh, thank God, I was kind of in shape anyway because I, I I fought a few weeks back. But it took me a week to get a visa. I got a I got a, a working visa in six days to the states. Wow! And I can't fucking believe I did it. <laughs> well, how was it? How, how did was it? Was it weird being on tough? Was it weird? Because it just seems like it would be weird. I liked it. I fucking missed it. Honestly, well, yeah, you were also, I do. You also at one forty-five, right? Yeah. I mean, th that's what I like about you, Penny, is that. You know, you're a girl that like nothing has come easy for you. Like you, you, you did it in Victa. You made it to the, you got a title shot against Tanya Avenger, who was like had like yeah. 30 more fights than you. That didn't go your way. You fought your way back up. You went on the Ultimate Fighter. You made it to the finals and you didn't get signed. A fucking weight class above. You made it to the finals at 45 and don't you get know? signed. Then they you get cut. You then fight a couple more times. Then you get back into the UFC. You lose on a week notice and then you won again. And it just shows like that you don't give up, you know, and that, that uh, a lot of people, I wouldn't say they get handed stuff, but they don't just keep yeah. fighting. A lot of people in your position would have been like, you know what, maybe this thing's not working out and maybe it's just not for me. And you're like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, and that, uh, I don't know if that's your Iranian side or, or whatever, but it just uh, <laughs> shows your, your like inner strength, you know? I saw the it's interview. My, yeah. What? I, thought, no, I, was, I saw the interview and you said sometimes you felt like giving up, but you know, you kept working hard. And you said, Hey, and I dropped the person. I haven't dropped somebody in a while. I dropped them. <laughs> no, in the interview, when you were saying, yeah. I dropped them, it's like, Did you see that? And I was like, People were like, <laughs> But no, I, I think that, that, that I love that, that the fact that you're, you're tenacious. You're like, Yo, that didn't go well. Guess what? I'm coming back. Yeah, uh, but honestly, it's so it's I'm so I'm so happy that you guys say that because I was actually sitting, uh, uh, you know, after um, after just before I got signed again by the UFC, I I had a week I had a weak moment. I'm not gonna lie, I was actually uh, re ready to retire for good. I was, even though I had a win after I lost the finale. I I fought in Sweden after, so I got a win on my record. 
But after that, uh, then I kind of heard I, that it's not going to, you know, it's going to take a long time for me to get back into UFC. And that's when I thought, wow, maybe this is a wake-up call, you know? Maybe I should, you know, think about the future. Because, you know, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> well, okay, but you're also the only fighter from Sweden in the UFC to ever make it. That's the only female fighter. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty cool. And I, I, I think you should talk about I think you should stress your Persian fan base some more, you know, maybe grow a mustache or something, but, but I'm just, saying, <laughs> it just, you know, get some cell phones or like, it just seems like, like, I, I like forget that you're Persian. So I think that should be a, uh, there's a lot of Persian I'm super international. A lot of, per- right. We live in LA. I mean, I mean, you go to Woodland Hills. It's like, it's at the mall. Uh, yeah, you but, guys have a lot of uh, Iranians. My manager's from Iran, and he lives in LA. Oh, it's 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 crazy. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's crazy. Now, uh, one of my favorite moments, though, and I'm I'm friends with Jesse Jess. I love Jesse Jess. She's been to my house. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. No, play it. Play the book. <laughs> we gotta play this because <laughs> this is uh, we gotta show our fans. You're the only fighter to ever do a butt bomb. In the history of MMA, well, there was one guy that that huge that only female fighter. Oh, come! Oh no! So you you tried to oh. knock her. Uh, oh. Where is it? Okay, here you tried to knock her out with your ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Boom. That I mean, that's that's what I'm talking. That's about. a good technique, but if you look at it, it's a good technique because I got into side. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the good part about it. That's uh, what I like. That you all know, right, Joe, close out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that, it, is, it is a good technique. It, it definitely is a good technique for uh, probably your OnlyFans account too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty damn awesome. And I was like, that was, but that, you were like famous for that for a while though. That was like, are you happy? The funny you know, thing was. My fight with Jesse was so good, and I was like, "Yeah, the fight was so good," but nobody's even paying attention to the fight. <laughs> Everybody's paying attention. You know why? You have a nice bottom, <laughs> and people like your bottom. They like your fighting, but they like your bottom. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Uh, now, last time you came on the podcast, you were single. You were thirsty. You were looking for men. Uh, are you I was still- not thirsty. I was not single at all. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I, I just made that up. Uh, no, but yeah. do you have, a, you have a boyfriend now? Are you married? What's going on? I still have the same boyfriend that I told you about last time. Wow. How, how, how long is this? Uh, four years this wow. month. Wow. And why is there no oh, ring? Yeah. What, what happened? Uh, well, uh, that's a fucking good question. Now I'm getting insecure. <laughs> that's a fucking good question now i have to call him a fucking like i don't know fuck it. why don't i have a ring on my face no i don't i don't want it honestly yeah uh, you do come on really yeah it's like say, honestly i, say, I want the now. wedding i want the wedding i want to be on say yes to the dress but after that i don't, I don't really care <laughs> it's but, like i want to be on the show i want to be on yes to the dress at Kleinfeld, if you see me, here yes. I am. Yes. <laughs> but, but I don't but know. But you're that. faithful. You're faithful, and he's faithful. And you no, guys... we're not. Really? <laughs> no, we're not faithful. <laughs> really? You guys have an open relationship? No. Oh shit! I thought you meant religious or something. No, I meant like you guys oh, are like. Fuck. I hope. I hope he doesn't see this. Of course, I'm faithful. 
Oh. A big language barrier here. That's gonna be. That, I was about to say the language barrier. That's gonna be the title of the podcast. <laughs> Annie's not faithful to her Sorry, boyfriend. Ba- Sorry, we're gonna, babe. We're gonna put I'm that faithful. like as the title. Don't, don't put that, Adam. We're gonna put that as the title of the show. No, I am not. I have to I write him now. I have to tell oh. him don't watch the podcast. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, so right. You're faithful to him. I am faithful. Yeah. And oh, he's faithful. Yeah, I am. And, and he's faithful to you. So. I hope so. You, I'm sure he is. Uh, I hope so. So, so uh, is, is, is he a fighter too? Yes, he is. Who is it? Uh, well, you don't know him. He he only had one pro fight. Uh, Elas, and he's in my corner. He's been in my corner the last years. So you would okay, see him. you guys. Okay, so why not have like a you know a, for taxes and you guys are together and that way you know it. You could say my husband. You could say my wife. And uh, right. I've been saying the same. I actually asked him, why don't we just get married just because we can get the benefits of stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but he's like, together, yeah. no. <laughs> but, I wanted to you ask know, something else. I wanted to ask him right. what was the yeah. best moment uh, pertaining to, uh, other than, I mean, the UFC and obviously tough, that was some cool shit that you got to be a part of. Yeah. What was the best moment for you out of all of it? Like, out uh, of tough or uh, UFC uh, or not, anything? Not just tough, just in general, fighting. I mean, obviously, winning is 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 the shit. But I'm saying, where you said this is the shit, this is really. Uh, I think it was when I broke my three fight losing streak. That wow. uh, in Invicta, in Invicta, when I broke, when I lost to Tanya, I lost to Raquel Paoli, I lost to Kaufman, three of the most amazing athletes I ever fought. Yeah, tough women fuck that was hard and when i got that win i just like uh, yeah that was really that was that went straight to my heart you know that's why i didn't quit that's why i tried to rem- remind myself that you know good so good. That's, that's, good. that's it now when kelvin gastelum was your coach did you guys yeah um, did he teach you how to miss weight because it seems <laughs> like you guys uh, you've already missed weight a couple times. He's an expert on missing weight. And you guys were like, he's like, well, you want to come in three pounds over? And you're like, no, I'll come in four. Do you guys discuss that at all? No, you know, when I, when I heard the stories about Kelvin, I was like, then I'm not so bad. <laughs> no, no, but actually, um, fuck, Kelvin is a good coach. Yeah. He surprised me. He did. I thought he was just like this pretty boy. He's just going to let his coaches do the work. No, he was in every day sparring with us. Yeah. So he, he put was the there. work in. He put the work in. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, I, yeah. At first, I was apprehensive when I first watched him. Going, oh, I don't know if this dude's going to really I – I thought he wasn't going to even be around. I thought he was going to like – No, he was there all – like our team, I was really surprised because everybody's been talking about the previous stuff that they don't really train with you and love stuff like that. They were there all the time. And yeah, then Kelvin the funniest it. moment was when Kelvin did the challenge. Against wow. Whitaker, and he puked all over the all over the track. Yeah, Kelvin's a, a hilarious. He's one of my favorite people ever. He, he's, he he's, ran with him like he did the five k yeah. race. So yeah. did it for, So we ran with him like uh, the laps uh, because you know to encourage him. You know, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And and then from nowhere, bleh, oh. all over the course. All the tamales. And- he's ranked like oh. he's like ranked second in the world. And he can't do three and a half miles. <laughs> but you know what? I I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing. That was the funniest shit I ever experienced. <laughs> that was fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, he was he's a great person. Yeah. A wean dog. Any questions for the great Panny? Oh, I'm glad you asked me. Um, so 
you beat Jesse Jess in your last fight. And it's well known that me and Jesse Jess were, you know, we were kind of like a thing a while back. We're kind of like a real couple, you know? Not and, you and Jesse? Yeah, yeah, no. me and Jesse Jess. He showed up to her work and oh. she didn't answer the door. Yeah, well, you know, we had our ups and downs. She has a lot of creeps, I've heard. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trust me, I got, I've spent a lot of my time defending her away from these creeps, you know. But after <laughs> I saw this last fight where you beat her, I, you know, I kind of lost faith in her. You so mad at me? I always thought, yeah, I always thought that Jesse Jeffs would be this girl to take me in and take care of me and be a champion in UFC. When I saw her lose, I was like, I don't know if she's the right sugar mama for me until I saw you. Do you think you. I'm going to take care of you? Yeah, I saw you. I'm like, now there's a girl. Take care of you. There's a girl that could take care of me. That could take care of me, dog. You know, she's winning by butt bombs. She beat Jesse Jess, my ex lover. So, but now hearing that you're like in a serious relationship, I'm wondering, yeah, are you open yeah. to like a sugar baby type thing? I can't offer you like no like physical relations, but I can, you know, wow, text you every now and then. So, you know, do you want to pay me stuff? No, you, do you pay, want to pay me. me? You uh, no, I don't want to pay you. This is a real I thought you asked a real question, Joe. Thanks a lot. I, 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 I just Wait, asked do you want to be my gigolo? Do you want to no, be my no, gigolo? No, no, like your sugar baby. You, you pay me. I maybe I go move to Sweden. You take me out. You know, so the paparazzi will take a picture of you with a really nice, handsome young man. You know. So what if I lose? Are you gonna leave me? Yeah. Like you leave ah, Jesse? Ah, ah. Yeah, I'll move on to whoever beats you. you know. um, so, uh, you can ask my boyfriend. You and my boyfriend can do like a round and see who wins. Okay. I, I wonder who's gonna win that one. Um, <laughs> he's pretty good. Now, <laughs> as far now, you're now you're a nurse. You're a full time nurse. A penny left. Uh, sorry, no, I'm here. Oh. Uh, I'm a part time assistant nurse. I uh, I actually volunteered to work uh, during these Corona times. Wow. So, Excellent. That's amazing. Most people are volunteering to not work right now, and uh, you're yeah. like, and you're going in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have, uh, like I said, the healthcare in Sweden. Uh, like people are depending, you know. It's, they need, they need. need it, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. Like if we lose our healthcare, we have so many people in need. So basically, we just drive around uh, this uh, the town and we take like emergency calls and stuff like that. And you're not worried about all about getting coronavirus. I'm more worried that I will give give the elderly something that I don't know I have. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. I'm not worried about me. I'm fucking rock solid. I don't get sick of, uh, for anything. You know, so <laughs> I don't, I'm not worried about me. <laughs> Just, I, I mean, I watch the fights. I'm always impressed when I see people come back. That's why I was like that. And the fact you said that moment where you came back from a three fight losing streak and that's what touched you. I don't know because I know I went, when I did a two Taekwondo tournaments and I had broke my toe and then I, I messed my elbow up. It's so hard when you're hurt. You don't want to do this shit no more. I don't know how people do it. I'm more shocked that people around me were like, dude, don't you see maybe it's time to quit? Oh, you know, and I, and I was like, fuck. So uh, were you raised to quit after a few losses? Fucking no. weak. You should take the name to hurt because <laughs> you know, like, you just keep coming back. Like, I mean, it's like herpes, Kianza. I think that would yeah. be. You don't think I'd be good at right? <laughs> But no, I, I, I mean, I know that I didn't have that in me, and plus, comedy is less painful for me. But I know for me, it was like I don't know how. Like even when I won, I was hurt. Like it was, I, I was always hurt. So yeah. I don't. I, when I see fighters, when I see what you did, and any fighter, I go. Man, you gotta have something deep in you to make. Oh, you never tapped ever in a fight, have you? 
Yeah, I did. I have. I have. Yeah. But uh, I mean, but I don't see, honestly, I see the greatest fighters of all time. I see GSP, for example, and everything. They're not unbeaten. Who the fuck thought Amanda Nunes would be this good of a champ when you saw her? She lost an Invicta yeah. as well, you know? Who the fuck thought she's going to be so good? And I 100% believe after she lost to Kat Zingano, if she would have said, I'm going to be the world champ, everybody laughed, right? Yeah. That's and, true. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Nobody thought she was going to be that good. Nobody thought she's going to beat Cyborg. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm on the Panty Express. Uh, so if I have- Guys, I need to go and take care of work. So yeah, I have people. to leave you. Go take oh, care of people. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you, thank you, so, much. Thank you so much. Be safe. Don't let him be your sugar baby. <laughs> don't safe. spread the herpes. Bye. <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it, Penny. <laughs> that was a weird question, man. I love it. That was such a great question. Like, Thank look, you. could you? What did you think about? Let me be your sugar baby. Who yeah, that's asked? my dream right there. Dude, me and Jesse Jess were lovers. You were never a lover with her, by the way. Well, you know, I like to tell myself that to give me some confidence every day. <laughs> Jeez, we got pretty you know, close. You were so convicted the way you said it. Like, you know, um, you know, uh, you got pretty close. She wouldn't let you in the gym. Well, you know, she just bailed on me that day. I was, she was supposed to let me go into the PI in Vegas because I was in Vegas for something. And she's like, oh, yeah, come over tomorrow. Then I text her. I'm like, all right, I'm on my way. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm not there. Can't come over. I'm like, God damn it. So you that know? goes to you guys being lovers. So that's that was, that's, yeah, that's good enough for me, dude. Adam, that was a leap. <laughs> that was a huge leap. <laughs> and now we're fucking. <laughs> oh, no, you weren't. And now she's living in a van with her boyfriend. So that's how been, that story. Could have been with you in your in your parents' house. Yeah, I got my dad doesn't live here no more. It was me. She could be in an open room over there. <laughs> you know what, Adam? Adam, I was gonna tell you, man. It's weird because me and Adam sometimes agree on fights, and sometimes we go. I'm like, sometimes I'm totally wrong, and he's absolutely right. And, and, and fuck you for that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I like, even with the last couple fights, I, it's weird. We've both been on the same page. Oh, like, 100%. Yeah, it's like some people I go, uh, usually because I'll get into debates with people all the time. But even the one with Francis Ngannou, who I'm a fan of, and now he's shown after Stipe kind of worked him, that motherfucker I think is going to be heavyweight champion for sure. I think he could be. I just think, I think that he that- is, man. He's a monster, man. Yeah, but, but like a horse. He does get like a horse if you stand in front of him and trade punches, uh, which guys are not going to do. But no, but no, some people, you know what it is? I think people say they're not going to do that. And then that ego kicks in and they think they can trade with motherfuckers like him. No, of course. They- no, I, I, I hear you. I want to, I mean, look, he beat Curtis Blades twice. I, I think that I want to see him versus Cormier. If Stipe doesn't fight, wow. Luka, really? Yeah, I want to see how he'll do against Cormier because Cormier even said, "I'm going right for the takedown. I'm not. I'm not even. You know." But I mean, he, him knowing that, I want to see how he does. So yeah. you would rather see him fight Cormier instead of? Stipe? No, I want to see him. Ver- I want to see Stipe Cormier three. But if Stipe is going to take a while to get ready, which he has the right to do, in the meantime, Engano wants to fight, and Cormier is ready to fight. So do that for an interim fight. And wow. I want to I see it. I, I don't want to see – even though I'm a huge fan of Cormier, I'm, I, I think Cormier is one of the best fighters, period. It just yeah. it, across the board. 
Um, some of his highlight, his, I watched his highlight like three in the morning. I watched some of his highlights. His slams were like he was throwing ragdoll at motherfuckers. When he threw Dan Henderson out of the ring. It looked, uh, no, it looked like he was going to throw him back to his house. I mean, when he picked up Josh Barnett and just body slammed him. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's no joke. But I really do want to see, honestly, I think that him, I think Engano, after showing this run that he's done, him and Stipe would be the fight I really want to see. Like, I'd be excited to see that fight more than Cormier. Because I think Cormier's right. I would just wrestle this yeah, one. But they're, they're going to do that. They're going to they're gonna do Cormier, Stipe 3. Right. Uh, because they're 1-1. One and one, And then they're going to do the winner is going to fight Ngannou. Um, see, I, I, I would rather see – I think that Cor- – I'd rather see – I know they got to do business, and I understand yeah. the trilogy – but I really want to see Ngannou get his shot. I think he should get his he shot. shot. He, he, he had a shot. He had a shot. I mean, this now. This is a new dude. Come on. Tell the truth. I don't know. I, I, because you can't base it on a fucking guy that stands in front of you and says, punch me in the face. I His mean, fights so, are five seconds long. I don't know. I mean, how many times have we – I mean, you, you have to be careful with, with like, with, with, with this. I mean, look what happened with – what's his name? The breakdancing dude. Uh, Johnny Walker, everyone was saying, was the second coming. You know, when when people aren't, I, I want to see him deal with adversity. We've never seen I mean, him. I, I rumble, I rumble for a while. Rumble was knocking people's asshole through their yeah, eyes. Yeah, well, they're saying Rumble's going to come back. Imagine like, Rumble I versus see, Francis. Yeah, heavyweight. That would, that would be a great fight. But Rumble, for, but Rumble sometimes gets in his own head too. We we've never seen Ngannou come back and win. We've only seen him be. That is true. They say, they, they okay, say, a, they say the hammer and the nail. We've only seen him be the hammer, right? We've never seen him deal with diverse, with, with deal with adversity, not diversity, adversity, right? Adversity, so, but yeah, adversity. He hasn't dealt. I think he's dealt with diversity. Yeah, he hasn't done the NBC showcase. Yeah. So, uh, so we haven't seen him deal with adversity, right? So, uh, if I want to see him come back from being hurt, we've seen we've seen Cormier get rocked. By uh, by Rumble. Anthony Johnson come back. We've seen Stipe get rocked by you know DC, and we also see him get rocked by Overeem and come back. Yeah, never, like Overeem definitely is definitely he he can come back like a motherfucker. That but we've was, never seen Ngannou in trouble and come back. Yeah, so, that, okay. I never thought about it that way. You're right. I didn't think about it from that. So perspective. That's, that and that and that's what makes the champion. That's what makes it. That's what separates the men from the boys. That's but what, Rogan what. said. I was watching how Rogan responded. Rogan said that uh, you might get it. He doesn't have to get a chance if he he knocks you a couple times. No, but but at the same time, like like Mike Tyson is a perfect example of somebody who was would always win when he had the lead, but he really couldn't deal with coming back from behind. We've never seen Tyson lose a fight and come back. Anytime that you can get ahead of him, he would fold. And there are certain fighters like that. Like they're, they're, I wouldn't say they're, they're bullies, but they're kind of like, yeah, if they're winning, they're going to win. But if they, but as soon as they get in their own head, they're like, Vitor Belfort's a good guy, like a good example. Yeah. If Belfort's winning, he's going to fuck you up. We've never seen him come back in the third, the fourth, the fifth. It seems like after he starts losing, I fucking am losing. Yeah, just certain guys, they just they go, they, they can't believe it. You know, and, and I mean, that's the thing. It's like they have this training camp and, and they work eight weeks and they beat up everybody in the gym and they fucking come out. And all of a sudden some dude is, is beating you and you're like, like, but that's when that's character. That's yeah, I, I, heart. It's heart. Heart and character. And there are guys out there that 
every fight they're losing and they come back yeah, or they don't. But, you like, know what? Other than this last fight, Gaethje's one of those people I've seen where he, he's getting his face just mushed. Anthony Smith is like that. That's why they didn't yeah. stop the fight. Uh, was, Matt Brown is like that. Donald Cerrone sometimes is like that. Uh, you know, that's those are the guys you love to watch because every fight they're getting the shipping out of them, but yet they somehow seem to come back. They come so, back or the fight ends up being a good fight. Yeah, 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 right. Diego Sanchez uh, has come Diego back. Diego Sanchez is the king of that. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so we'll see. Ngano, I mean, has never really been hurt, but also who's going to hurt Ngano? You know? He's the gigantor. I, I, I looked at him in the ring on, when I was watching it, even though it's weird with no crowd and, you know, it's not all this stuff going on. I was like, good Lord, that motherfucker looks imposing and shit. He came to my show. I, I came to my show. I was making fun he looks of him. imposing. Is he like oh, that in person? Dude, he, he, yeah. He, you ever see like a, a ripped 145-pound dude just like sucking, like, a, like an usher almost? Like, just, well, picture that. 6'4", 265. <laughs> like, you're like, man, people aren't supposed to look like that when you're that big, you know? <laughs> people aren't supposed to look like that. Like they build him in a lab somewhere. It's like, it's like Kevin Hart. If he's 6'4", 265. You know how ripped Kevin Hart is? Yeah. Kevin Hart's a ripped dude. Like, just shredded. But he's 5'3". So you're like, okay, he's 5'3". But all of a sudden, a, like a 6'6 six, six version of Kevin Hart is what he looks like. Jesus Christ. See, I mean, I, I know some of the people I've met that go, oh, they're, they're a medium-sized guy. But then you see people like him. Like, when I met Dwayne Johnson, I was like, what the fuck is – where did they find you? Well, he's, he's a giant. His arm is your leg. Yeah, but he's also, uh, you know, I don't think he would pass a lot of drug tests to take it in MMA. I know, yeah, definitely. I, he was he was winning when I met him. Yeah. That. But I'm going to tell you right now, though, to me, Ngannou, I think that if he starts off fast with anybody and he starts throwing hands and they don't get a chance to do any kind of ground or any jujitsu or any grappling, I don't think nobody can stand up with this motherfucker. Well, no, he might get tired and fade in the second or third. I know, he might blow his arms out, but what I'm saying is, I feel like he's one of those people, like, you don't come back from him hitting you over and over. Like, nobody, no. no. I think that, But there are no, guys no. with iron chins, man. Like, there are certain guys that could just take beatings. Uh, especially, you know. In the heavyweight division? Who? Who's somebody in the heavyweight division that, like, has an iron chin? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That guy, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I was looking at... I was going online looking at the different fighters going. Roy Nelson. Roy, Roy, old Roy Nelson had like seven iron chins. Um, <laughs> I mean, Mark Hunt at one point had an iron chin. Kind of Mark went, Hunt but, could walk through. He could walk through some shit, but he's still in the UFC right now. So I mean, the Black Beast has never hurt. He got submitted, and he never was really hurt. He's been hurt. The Black Beast. I feel like he's been winded. Dude, I mean, Vince, oh, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, Vince, yeah. Vince told me he was eating ribs before one of his fights. The fight he lost to Mark Hunt, he was eating ribs in the locker room. Before he's the a fight. character, though. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I don't think he's been hurt, though. Like, he's like been, he hasn't been rocked where you go, yeah. oh, shit, he's yeah, wrong. Yeah. Right, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like, to me, like, again, I'm not trying to ride his dick too much, but Masvidal, to me, I've seen him get knocked down and. You, I'm thinking, it's over. Then he stands up and goes, all right. Like, starts smiling. I go, what the fuck? Oh, he's a fu- – I mean, like, there are certain guys. There's, like there's, – there's athletes and then there's fighters, right? And sometimes you, get a, sometimes you get a combination of both, right? 
So you look at like somebody like, uh, like Greg Hardy is an athlete who became right. a fighter, you know, um, who became a, yeah, a fighter, you know, right. uh, certain guys like, but then there are guys like, uh, I don't know, maybe like a Chad, maybe Chad Mendez would be like an athlete who became a fighter. I'm just naming, but then there's like Clay Guida, who's a fighter, you right. know, uh, Diego's a fighter, uh, Masvidal's a fighter where like these guys would be fighters in any era. They like, they're not like, you know, college wrestlers who kind of went into MMA because they didn't want to get a jobs and they liked doing this and like competing. And, <laughs> right, you know, right. Like Ben Askren is like an athlete who became a fighter. Like you could tell he didn't really want to, he didn't love fighting. He loved wrestling, he loved competing, you know? But then you got guys like Masvidal who literally was fighting in Kimbo Slice's backyard for free. Like th that dude's a fighter. Right. Uh, like who pees somebody up backstage like, yeah. oh, fuck that. You talk shit. I'm going to come over and piece you I would up. Almost, I would almost think, like, Khabib's a fighter. Like, anybody that says, like, send me location of where you are. And <laughs> I, I know. That was you. some scary shit, boy. Like, and I will fight you. Like, send me location. I don't – and he would. If they would have said Conor McGregor is on 34th in Miami, he would have just fucking flew there and fought him. And, like, that would have been it. Like, it wouldn't even been, like – no cameras. You can't say that with that because it was so personal – Conor McGregor was saying shit about his pops. I understand that. that's different. He yeah. hasn't acted that with, uh, way with other that people. That guy's a fighter. When you're when you're when you're wrestling bears at fucking three years old, like you're a fight. You're a fighter. <laughs> okay. No, but what I'm saying is, that, but the Conor McGregor fight, it was a different temperament because the way when he fought Poirier, he they, they had mad respect. It was kind of more respectful. But but Conor McGregor was saying some vile shit, and he was like, "Fuck that! I'll fight you." Yeah, no, he crossed the line when when he called uh, crossed the line a couple times. I thought Conor when he said when he said your wife's a towel because yeah, like that like yeah, that, was, that was that was like you don't you don't tell a Muslim guy his wife's a towel on uh, and expect there not to be re 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 repercussions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not only like a Muslim dude, like the baddest fighter in the world. world. You don't say that to him. Like, was the world champion. Of and, all people. And uncle. You know what, though? I think that, that, that if they fought again, everybody, a, a friend, I was talking to somebody about that, that if they fought again, I think, and people were like, oh, you're just hating on McGregor. I think he'd do the exact same shit to McGregor. Khabib wins every time. Khabib, I think Khabib would fuck him up. I think it's just a bad matchup for McGregor, but also it's so personal that Khabib's not going to let himself lose to that guy. You know, like, like you could say, like, with Khabib versus Ally Aquinta, right? Like, Khabib won five rounds, but you could tell he respected Al and, like, wanted to beat him, but didn't want to, like, hurt him in some weird didn't way. Didn't him up, right? Where I think in Connor, he, he wants to... When, when, even when he was punching, I think, Michael Johnson in the face... He was looking at Dana White, like, Dana, it's my time. Give me the title shot. And then he was like, I'm sorry for punching you in the face, but this is what I have to do. Like, you could tell that Khabib didn't want to hurt these people. He just seems like right. a really like, – Even with but, but with Connor, I felt like, no, I oh, want to – Yeah, no. Yeah. He not only wanted to hurt him, he jumped out of the fucking cage to hurt his friend. Uh, like, yeah, like, <laughs> but that was a great – okay, I know that's fucked up, but that was a great fucking – I, I thought that was great. But that's like, a different, that's a different level of fighting. Like, we're not, like, this is not, like, a, it's not necessarily a sport and show to him. Like, this is a fight. Like, he came here to beat the fuck out of that guy. Like, oh, I don't you guys see what you said. It's not, it's not about the business. It's like, no, it's you, bro. Yeah, it's right. It's you. It's, I'm like, no matter how much money he got, he, like, 
Khabib doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's driving around in Mercedes and, and making it rain on strippers. And, 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 and like, he's not about like, you know, buying 50 houses. If he does, he's giving it to his family or his friends. Right. He doesn't have that temperament. Yeah. That's more McGregor. McGregor is still, and he's still living and he's still living in Dagestan with his family. With his family, and he's still celebrating Ramadan and everything else. It, it's not like that was a personal thing. He's not living in Vegas and doing movies and shooting. Like, like McGregor is more the opposite of him. And I, when I, when McGregor fought Floyd, I thought, oh, they're pretty much. He's the McGregor's the Floyd of MMA. Yeah, of course. Even when McGregor, when Khabib was punching McGregor, and and McGregor's like, yo, hey, it was nothing personal. Like, like he was basically saying, this is just. To promote the show, like this was all part of the game. And Khabib's like, "No, fuck you! This is not <laughs> like this is your game. Like you insulted my family, you insulted my wife, you insulted my dad, you insulted my culture. Like you just you went over the fucking line. Like this." Like McGregor, McGregor, I, like it seems like he's maturing, but to me, sometimes it seems like he slides back into that bullshit. And I actually like the more mature McGregor. I like the fact that the way he acted towards cowboy of course he was also a plumber you got you got to like five years ago the guy was a plumber you know and he had no fucking money he was living on food stamps and then he becomes the biggest richest fire in the world then he boxes mayweather and who knows how much money he made for that so i, I heard it was i don't know if it's true but somebody said it, it was up to a 80 million or some crazy I mean, you gotta think like, like you know he has this like thing about you know untouchable thing but you know, you gotta be, you just gotta be careful. You know, you gotta be careful because it's, it's hard to like, it's hard to be the best in the world when all you're doing is focus on fighting. Very few guys can, can do it when they're focusing on like 20 different things. Right. I think that's what happened with Tyron. I think Tyron, it had too, he had too many fingers in too many pots and he should have just been focused on. Oh dude. I'm like, dude, when I'm, when I see him on Dan Bolzarian's Instagram feed in a, in a, you know, or a bathrobe and he's, you know, at a part and he's telling me, oh no, it's just, I'm like, dude, like, come on, man. Like, you know, the guy you're fighting is not in a bathrobe, but a fucking, in he's, ho- he's out, in there a doing, he's out there doing that, that, you know, Drago shit where he's, he's fighting in the snow and lifting up logs and shit. And you're over getting your feet pedicured. You better you're the get champ, dude. This guy's thinking about, I mean, Usman is not, he, I mean, maybe now he's a little bit more like, He's a little bit like that now. I've seen him lately in interviews. He's starting to yeah. fucking irritate me. He's trying to cash in now, but you have to remember, like, there's always somebody young and hungry and who wants it more, who's only thinking about you and only thinking about your belt. And you just got to be careful because, uh, you know, all those people that tell you how great you are and this and that, they're, they're just going to jump to the next fucking person. I right. mean, you see it with comics I mean, on a little level. Uh, you're the hot comic and all of a sudden everyone loves you and then, you're no longer the hot comic, and the next guy is a hot comic. The next time, you know, it's like you got to just stay fucking focused. You right. Know, you can't be, I don't know, it's hard because people are talking to you. Oh, I see you bigger than a fighter. I see movies and rapper and commercials and this and that. Not just for Woodley, for so everybody. That's what happened because Tyron, Tyron was pretty grimy at first. And then it just seemed like the more opportunities, then I saw him in movies, then I started seeing him. that, and he's got five kids. Yeah. And he's got an ex wife. Ex-wife, you know, um, it's just, it's a lot. He's in acting. He, he's in, I was like, hey, want to do this? He's in acting class on Wednesdays, and he's doing TMZ on Tuesdays, and he's doing, and he's touring, he's opening up for whiskey. And he's also, he's a commentator. 
commentator is opening up for Wiz Khalifa. And, 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 you know, he's doing all kinds, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And, but he's I mean, saying the money, but I mean, as a fighter, to me, it's like, like the fighters yeah. I look at, even though Masvidal starting to do that a little bit, but Masvidal's still in the gym like a fucking fiend. Well, I know he was, when he was fighting Leon Edwards, he was back to crazy fucking focus tyrant. Like, like he was, he would have killed Leon Edwards. I'm sorry, but he was, I, I'm, I think he was. Are you serious? I, he was back. He was back. Because I even called him. I like, don't do my podcast. Like, like three weeks out. He's like, nah, man. Like, he was focused as fuck. And then the fight got canceled because of, uh, of the. Oh, But, yeah, he's, he's back to, uh, you know, Rocky three, Rocky. Oh, uh, that, that, right. <laughs> that's a great fucking. <laughs> when he brings him. When, when Apollo brings him back to, uh, to L.A. And he, you know. Back with the, back at the, like those gyms. That's that's the Rocky. He's back at. And, they all, and everybody turned around and looked at Rocky like I I bite your face. Yeah, and, he's like. And, and then Uncle Paul is like, these people don't like us, you know. Like, so, yeah. like I had a tiger, man. I had a tiger, bro. Yeah. So that's what that's, that's what a great movie, by the way. By the I just watched the movie Fighter. That uh, I just watched it on online. Uh, it, that movie was pretty good. Um, it's um what's what's the guy he's he was in he was he was in Batman he was a villain in Batman what is his name Heath Ledger no nah, uh, he, no he was uh, you wanted to be defeated by me oh, the guy played the guy played Bane he played Bane uh, Hardy no not Greg Hardy yeah Tom Hardy, Hardy. yeah yeah Tom yeah. Hardy Tom Hardy's in the movie <laughs> <laughs> no I saw I remember I will defeat you or you will not win him he was in a movie Fighter and I was watching that movie going. Wow, this yeah, shit. Yeah, I heard it was really good. You gotta watch if you get a chance to watch it because sometimes you see the fight the UFC movies where they make them like a comedy or whatever else. This one was grimy, like yeah. like really, really good. And the fighting didn't you know how the fighting looks like choreographed? This looked like they really were fucking going at it. I heard it was great. I heard it was great. You gotta well, watch so, so where can people find you, Shang? Okay, if you guys get a chance, go to my website, I am Shang.com. I got some download specials. Download one of the specials if you if you want to laugh and have hilarious people. All the fans of MMA roasted. Download you want to see a, a fucking great comic and laugh right now, which you need to laugh. Download his special. It'll yeah, have you yeah, fucking download it. And my, my Instagram is at comedian shine. But thank you guys for hanging out. But you know what? I gotta say this. Adam does the best shows, and this show I've been getting response from people on this show saying. Hey, they got some good fighters on there. Some good questions. Adam makes it funny because you say you ask some outrageous shit. You, you, sometimes I even go and I ask outrageous shit, but you really go there. And that's what makes it fun. And my friend hit me up and said, yo, I just watched the clip of that shit. That's crazy. So that's cool. You're getting good response with this shit, Adam. Real good yeah, shit. well, I mean, we, we got we got a loyal, loyal fan base. We got the best fans. So, uh, oh, yeah. So, I mean, some of your people hit me up in my inbox was like, yo, man, how was it talking to – like?" When you talk to some fighters, you realize how chill they are. Yeah, yeah. And they're not like, you're not sitting there, they're not like, I'm going to fight. They're like, hey, man, you know, I'm sitting here, smoking a joint, thinking about my next fight. Like, yeah. How cool was Soka Ju, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> he, and he was funny. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think he for some reason, I thought he might be a little, you know, entertaining. He was funny. He was funny. Most of them are funny. Tyron was surprisingly funny. Tyron's hilarious. Tyron's like, Tyron's like a pit bull. That like just stare, just stares at you for the first couple hours, and then once he finds out that guys that he likes you, 
he like won't stop licking you and he's like your best friend in the world and he'll fucking die for you. That's Tyron Woodley for me, man. Like Tyron Woodley is one of those dudes that, like once he decides that you're not gonna fuck him over and, and like you're a good person, he'll do anything for you. Um, but that's just it's but he got a little bit of chip on his shoulder from I don't know if, I mean don't forget he's from Ferguson. You know, he's not from the greatest area and uh so but he he's a really good dude. Tyron's a Tyron's a, always a, a solid guy. You, who do you got for this next fight before we go? Oh, Tyron's going to knock out Gilbert Burns. I mean, what's the name knocked out Gilbert Burns? Uh, Dan Hooker. Um, I mean, Dan Hooker's good, but I just That's think what I'm saying. It sounds like you're saying, well, yeah, Dan Hooker. Uh, Dan Hooker's like, good. But, like you said, hey, you know. Uh, no, Ty, this is, this is uh, something to prove Tyron. Unfortunately, sometimes Tyron needs to take a step, get humbled a little bit to come back even better. Like oh, certain guys, you know, unfortunately, but th- but I think I think this is you know this is next level Tyron. I so think also think, I think he's also feels disrespected by the matchup because he thinks he should get a title shot right now, and they're saying no, you got Covington and you got Usman ahead of you, and I think he's mad about that. So well, I think that maybe it's good for him to come. Maybe if if you say if he knocks him out. Then if Covington, but Covington's a cardio fucking machine. But if he fights Covington and, and knocks him the fuck out or beats him up, it would kind of make his value go up. Any- of course. But I also think, also, I think that you have to factor in the, the, on these fight weeks. Sometimes Tyron could, like, exhaust himself doing too many interviews, too many of that. The good thing about this corona pandemic with this fighting is they're not doing 100 press conferences. They're not doing all this media. They're not having to go to all these stupid things. It's like they just go to the weigh-ins and they fight. And I think that for something like Tyron will be really good for him. All right. I I know we got to go. Again, make sure you check out my website, IamShang.com. Hit me up on Instagram, ComedianShang. And do you think Ferguson's going to be able to come back? He he broke it. He has a broken Already back in the gym. I I think that – He is a mutant. Yeah, I think I think he'll be able to come back. I just think that some of the mystique's going to be gone. Um, wow, you're the first person that said that. I was online asking some people, and uh, everybody was like, "Thinks he can't come back," and I was like, "No, he could definitely come back." Definitely. But, but now that he's, you know, he's lost, and he's lost for the first time in what like six years or five years. So now there's a blueprint on how to beat him too. Um. You don't think that he well, might not adjust? He, he's, he's always seemed to be able to do some miraculous I think he's that good where he'll, he'll beat everybody except for the top guy or so, two guys. So I think he'll come back. I don't, can he come back and become champion? Maybe, maybe not, you know. But he's also a guy that will take short notice fights. You know, a guy like him will fight anyone on like a, a week notice. So I think that fighter, because of that. He's a fighter to me. Yeah, so I think that somebody bails out of a fight and Ferguson steps up, he's right back in, you know. So, and he's also always around weight. He keeps himself in shape all the time. You know, certain guys that, like, you call them up, hey, can you fight next week? They're like, I'm 30 pounds over. I can't. I'm, I haven't been to the gym, whatever. As I signed with Tony Ferguson. He's, he, he's, he stays ready. So. All right. He'll be but back. I, I just want to see. I was on Twitter, and some people were saying he's done. Stick a fork in I'm like, I'm like. People are. You said people are idiots. People I was are. like, you're all wrong. I, I literally put in capital letters, you're all wrong. Do you realize who the fuck this dude is and what of he's doing? Of course. And you don't, you don't get to be 
as good as Tony Ferguson was in wrestling and everything else without dealing with adversity. He's lost before. He lost to Michael Johnson. It's the first time he's ever lost. Right. Uh, so, we, we, Wean Dog, where can people fi- find you? Go follow me on all social media platforms at the Wean Dog. And that's it, dude. Well, thank you guys so much. Have a great week. You guys are the best. Thank you. Trap songs and trap don'ts. Tuni songs to hook them, Dorpotan. Tavas told them, Dorpotamoro. Tavas told them, Dorpotamoro.